0: the biggest sports stories of the week. I feel like you might be there, too, and a lot of people might be there when it comes to it's the right time to see what Jordan Love has to offer and make a move, and I'm so far from there
1: still. Unique and compelling analysis and opinions when it comes to your favorite
0: teams. Jason, I feel like it's one of those movies where, like, people know the future of, like, how they're going to die and, like, they're doing everything to try to not do that. I, that's how I feel like this whole thing has been for 15 years. This is Sunday Karma. Your uh, sports fandom has set you up like that once you put your heart into something, it gets crushed.
2: Yeah. So that's why you're uh, emotionally unavailable. I just saved you a lot of therapy. I hope my lady friend is listening to this. Baby, that's, there it is. Craig has yeah. helped. It's not help his all fault. Problem. Right? It's not it's my us. fault.
1: Broadcasting live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Studios at the Avenue. Here's GKB founder and CEO, Craig Karma missing
0: there is breaking news regarding one of the most high maintenance most talked about personalities in the wisconsin sports media the will will they won't they the whole deal we actually have breaking news but in typical fashion It's not to say, oh, this is how it's going to end up. And obviously, you know, I'm not talking about Aaron Rodgers. I'm talking about my daughter, Harper, who after over a year away from the show, comes out publicly on Friday and says she's returning to Sunday Karma. But then uh, late last night, she uh, said it would have to wait due to a, uh, a sleepover with her friend. So, uh, no Harper today, but it's crazy. We were out to dinner Tuesday, uh, Friday night with my family. You saw they were in town. Two different people stopped us like, oh yeah, I listened to you on the radio. Like, not to me, but to Harper. Like,
2: she hasn't been on in like two years. Stop it already. So she was going to make a return, but then she decided
0: to yeah, hold out? she had decided she's back, and then... Her friend who was sleeping over had to
2: leave. Well, so what all these talking When did kids have sleepovers every week? I don't recall having sleepovers every single week. Well, you weren't an only child. Oh, that's very true. I guess I had a sleepover every day in my life then. Right. Exactly. Huh? You had your brother. So yeah. I think I think
0: we go with more sleepovers with the only child. You know, for now. Well, no, no. Only child. <laughs> um, <laughs> Man, You never know. You can, still, don't know you can break, still pop them out now. Breaking news. Be Sunday a karma. The um, But uh, besides uh, Harper we have kids at the same time, play dates uh, I know a lot uh, lower maintenance Than her is Aaron Rodgers Who yesterday He was playing some golf, wasn't he? Let's hear what he had to say during his golf round
3: It's fun to be here It's such a great event, fans are amazing A lot of people yelling different teams They want me to come to next year um, Which has been fun uh, Because we got a little uh, inside bet going about Which team's going to have the most fans But uh, it's been fun
4: I was gonna say that for my last question, but you're leading me right into it. Is there maybe like a favorite color, favorite city that you might have on your mind for next season?
3: I'm just gonna say that the uh, predominant uh, team that we hear as we're walking is Raiders. Yes. A lot of a lot of Raider fans <laughs> are encouraging me. A lot of Devonte misses you comments. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we're having some fun with it. It's a great. Uh, you know, great event for the fans to come out here, and hopefully we can get back on the course.
4: Listen, if you want to break some news with us here on CBS, we would love for that to happen. But just think about it; you don't have to answer now. <laughs> Talk-
3: it's fun to be here. It's such a great event. Fans. Are-
0: there was uh, your guy. Uh, I know you've you've been kind of done with him. Uh, I feel like that isn't going to help his standing with you.
2: No, it's exciting. It's exciting. Hopefully they're working on something. I'm right now, Craig. I'm googling Las Vegas Raiders draft picks for this year's draft. I just want to know. I, I'm i done. I'm over it. I'm well, too the, old to be doing all this, Craig. What did uh what the
0: Packers get for Devontae? I mean, they didn't get that much, right? So we got the, a
2: first and a second, I believe. So the Raiders still have some stuff. They <laughs> have this year's first, which they didn't play very well, so I'll take that. And, heck, I'll, I'll take, I mean, I guess Derek Carr, I don't know what the situation is like that, a, a, a guy just to come in and compete. I want multiple picks. I want picks. Wait, I would want you do it straight up,
0: uh, Derek Carr and the, and their what? What pick do they have in the first round this year?
2: I'm still trying to Google it, but it's got to be top fifteen because they finished worse than the Packers, so they have to be top fifteen. Oh yeah, if they have their own pick, absolutely. Number seven, they have the seventh overall pick in the draft.
0: All right, so would
2: you take right? Oh wait, now, no, they have seven picks in the draft. Uh, what <laughs> the heck? My research department is uh as. I remember I was a C student. Oh, yeah. They a number seven pick. Number seven pick. Okay. So, will you take the number seven pick
0: plus uh, Carr for Aaron Rodgers?
2: That's a, that is a slap in the face and a joke and disrespectful. That they, if they even offer that, don't even don't hang up the phone. Hang up the phone. If they say, hey, uh, we're interested in Aaron, we'll give you the number seven pick. Okay. Derek Carr. I'd Which be like, would be getting Derek Carr's money and all that off there? Complete joke, complete joke, complete joke. I expect number seven pick. I expect a second round pick. I expect number one, their first round pick next year. I expect the number. I expect three first round picks over the span of five years. What do you think this guy is, Rudy Gobert? Or uh, something? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, yeah. He's better than Rudy <laughs> Gobert. You see how that's working out? Yeah, exactly. But no, I, I, I'll be okay with him going to Las Vegas. I want the Packers to stockpile as many picks so we can draft as many players that we can put around. Jordan Love, or whoever's going to be our quarterback of the future. We need to, we lack talent on offense. We had a conversation about that, Craig. The Packers had one of the worst offenses of teams that almost made the playoffs. They didn't have
0: any weapons. So do you know the, I believe the Packers play the Raiders this year. Don't know, don't care. Okay. So you're saying you don't mind, like it wouldn't be too traumatic for you to have Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams together on a team against, that would actually play against the Packers this year. No, I would not mind that.
2: Not at all. Because like,
0: the Packers do play at Las Vegas this year.
2: No. You're, you're good with that. I'm, I'm fine. We had to watch Brett Favre play us multiple times when he was in Minnesota. I'm okay with that. I had but, no but Remember, issue with the that. first I'm,
0: year was the Jets. Like, they didn't, they, he, Brett wanted to go to Minnesota, and the Packers did everything in their power To keep him away from Minnesota. That's why he ended up with the Jets. They were trying to keep him out of the NFC. They were specifically trying to keep him out of the division and specifically keep him away from Minnesota. So, I mean, the AFC with the Raiders. Now, will you give Aaron some credit if he's willing to go to the Raiders? Well, I give him credit if he's willing to go to the Raiders? I'm saying because that division, you got Patrick Mahomes there and you got the Chiefs. You got, you know, you got uh, Denver maybe. I mean, all those quarterbacks are legit. Yeah, Chargers. Right? Yeah, Chargers, Broncos with Peyton there now uh, as the head coach with Russell Wilson. Like that's Aaron not being like, oh, that's the easiest place to win. If he went to the Raiders and he wants to go to the Raiders, that's like, hey, I'm I'm willing to play Patrick Mahomes twice a year. I'm I'm not backing down from stuff. Half the
2: NFL makes the playoffs now, so I mean, he knows that he has a good chance. All you gotta do is win nine games to potentially get in as a wild card. So I I mean do I it's keep... harder to get in in the AFC than the NFC. It seems uh, right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I guess I give him a little bit of credit for wanting to take on a challenge, but it seems like he may just want to go be out with his boy in in Las Vegas. So I say good riddance. Send him out to Las Vegas. Send us that seventh pick. Send us another pick. You know, I don't even need your first round pick next year. I'll take your first round pick two years from now and give me a second round pick next year. I think I'm going to be a I bit more than
0: a little bit of a like if you play back just play back her first question. Or, or, or I don't even I mean she had asked him about the fans. I don't know if we have even the question there, but if you play if you play the answer, I mean he went there. Like she didn't ask him it right away. Like I mean here was Aaron Rodgers on CBS when he
3: was uh, playing in the golf outing in Tahoe. It's fun to be here. It's such a great event. Fans are amazing. A lot of people yelling different teams. They want me to come to next year, um, which has been fun because uh, we got a little uh, inside yep. bet going about which team's going to have the most fans. Okay, but, yeah, uh,
0: and we had a something. side bet going, like that not that like question, you know me he me he led all the way, like, like he he wanted it, right? Like I mean, season. it's not like he's like trying to diffuse the situation or being like, hey, there's so many great like, Packers fans, like, fans. here. Who are telling me they want me to stay and you know, it's a lot of noise right now. I'm a Packer. I signed a three year extension. You know, I really hope to be back with Green Bay. We had a disappointing season this year, and you know, I'm really on a on a mission and focused to not have another year like this year.
2: Craig. Wait, if he had said that, would you would you have changed your opinion on him? As a player under contract, he should have said that. But the writing is on the wall. Right, right, right. The but writing it, is on the wall. He he legitimately a player. Who is under contract, as you just said? Who just signed a, a massive extension for a team that gives you three years? Now, two more seasons left to be on the team. And his response was, "Where am I going to be next year?" It was basically other. Oh, there's a there's a bet. There's a there's a the the funny thing we're talking about is which he's acting like he's a free agent. So yeah. I'm telling the, I'm saying, on,
0: if, the if he on the writings on the wall. If he had done my answer, if he had said, "Oh, it's so great to be here. I, I've seen so much green and gold here, Packers fans." are the best. It makes me appreciate what it's been like to play my entire career with one team. And we're coming off a disappointing year and the guys in that locker room, they know how focused I am. And we are to not have another year like that because we, we think, you know, we can be a contender and there's no reason I can't, I shouldn't be not playing in this event next year. Cause I think we could be a Super Bowl team next year.
2: No, that would be, that would have been a great answer. Okay. Craig. And now, if it was Russell, he would have said what Broncos country, let's ride. Right, but if uh, this ain't this ain't that. But if it was, if it was that
0: answer from Aaron Rodgers, would you be like, "Yo, I'm in Aaron's still my Aaron"? Or would you be like, "No, nah, I'm done with this guy, Jordan Love. Time, like, I'm out."
2: I would be surprised, and it'll be unexpected if he talked like that. It would be. I know, you know it'd we be haven't unexpected. We, we haven't had that in know, a couple years.
0: I know it'd be unexpected, but I'm saying, would I be what, excited?
2: Like, what, oh yeah, yeah. yeah well.
0: it would give could, me jack. Could up. he like? Could he, could he be like the girlfriend who's like, no, I still love you. I know yeah. I know you thought I was cheating, but no, I, I'm in. No, it's an
2: emotionally abusive relationship, so absolutely he would have dangled that little carrot out there. And I would have said, oh, wow, he is really focused and talking about next year. Let's try to get some stuff around him so we can build towards next season, even though I think this, this team would be a little bit better. Because you're saying he's
0: good-looking enough that, like, if he just gives you that little...
2: Have you have you seen what he does on the field? He's fine and sexy on the field when he be doing that. Exactly Good looking so, enough, boy. The way Aaron do it,
0: he's fine and sexy.
2: Yeah, as a football player. So he
0: just needs to to wiggle that butt a little for you, Kyle. And, That's you're, all I need. and you're back in. That's
2: all I need. And, and instead, he he went the
0: extreme opposite, right? Like he wasn't even neutral. He wasn't like, well, you know, there's still a lot to happen. I can't really talk about it now. You know, I, I'm under contract with the Packers. I hope. Things work out there, but if they don't, you know, I have such an appreciation for the fans and the organization for how how much they've meant to me. Like, he could have gone like even that, which would be more of a neutral kind of take on things. And obviously, you know, who knows? Could he have had two scotches and not said what he was planning to say? I don't know. But...
2: When has Aaron given us the right answer that made you feel confident that Aaron wants to be a Green Bay Packer?
0: Well, it's not always about what he wants to be. It's about when does Aaron give you the answer he wants you to give? Because I think Aaron is so committed to being, and I heard Jen Latta talk about this on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy this week, that he is so committed to being um, true to himself that he's not going to have the PR answer. He's not going to have the answer that's necessarily in the best interest of the organization as a leader because he is so focused on... Being so true to himself, which I think there's a value in that as an evolved. No, I'm saying as an evolved, but it's okay. Uh. I think him showing that you could be weird and different and evolved and you don't need to be the same. Like all that I love. But when it comes time to leading an organization, you have to understand there's a maturity level to understand. Like there's some stuff I could say clowning on the radio or with my friends or whatever that leading our company Like, there's a certain line of where you want to be independent, you want to be unique, you want to show you're vulnerable, you want to show a lot of things, but then there's other things you just can't say as a leader.
2: You know, Craig, we should have known when he called, and really, when he threw Mike McCarthy under the bus. That should have been the first sign. Maybe, but... That should have been the first sign. when he was doing
0: that... I was was with it. but I was with it, too, because I'm like, you know what? This guy wants to win so badly, and he has now spent so much of his career with a guy who he now thinks is more keeping him from winning than helping him win. And if there's no owner of this team, and that's what I want to talk about. When we continue, I want to talk about if if fans think now, and I know this might be sacrilegious, and I, I'd like you to answer this, Kyle. I'd like the talk and text line, and I'd like you to line up on the phones right now. I know it's sacrilegious to say, would the Packers be better off with an owner? Would the Packers be better off, I know it's sacrilegious, give a call right now, 800-990-ESPN, it's 800-990-3776, would the Packers be better off with someone owning the team? That is our talk and text line, I know it's sacrilegious, tell me I'm crazy, 800-990-ESPN-ESPN, it's 800-990-3776. Would the Green Bay Packers be better off if someone actually owned the team? Your calls, your texts. As we continue, Jason Wilde will give us some perspective in about 15 minutes as well. It's Sunday Karma, ESPN Wisconsin, and Wisconsin On Demand.
1: You're listening to Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Yeah. We
3: coming through the background, go to the concert, yeah call in that fashion over here. Uh, we slide up the wave. Now everybody looking the same. Tell me how you want. Shorty bust it down. Give us the money. Keep the crown. Tell me how you want. Been around the globe and the global. Spurs 10 holes in my network. Yeah. Uh, Neck the leg work. Work. We like the network.
1: You see you right With Craig Carmichael on ESPN Wisconsin
0: and WisconsinOnDemand.com. And Kyle Wallace. Oh, Kyle can't get in those opens. He's the one who writes them. Can't get his name in there. Um, So the conversation we were having last segment led me to where I got at the end, which was like, all right, would the Packers just be better off with someone owning the team? And the reason I say this is because is Mark Murphy truly empowered to do what needs to do? Or Are we seeing what happened with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers be like, all right, we just got to wait for these guys to decide. And then once they decide, we got to wait, see if they change their mind. And then we got to judge public interest. And like, then we got to wait. And like, is there something to the idea that if there was someone who owned this team, they could move on from these situations they could go all in more aggressively when these guys were actually in the peaks of their career, like five, six years ago for Aaron. Like we could have been like maybe bringing in those extra pieces. Um, or the argument is like, Hey, if we had an owner, we would have still been going all in on Brett Favre and we probably would have never drafted Aaron Rodgers, Right? Like there's, there's that question also. So, Kyle, I start with you, then we'll go to the text, and if we have time, we'll take some calls. You can jump in, 800-990-ESPN. It's 800-990-3776. We've seen what new ownership did with the Bucks, but this is such a different thing, right? This is unique to the NFL. The fans own the Packers. It's a community organization, all that. Kyle, it's been one way your entire life. Right now, well, what would you say? Would it be better
2: if the Packers actually had an owner? Well, as an owner of the Green Bay Packers, I, uh, I I will speak to this from, you know, representing all the shareholders of the Green Bay Packers like myself. And uh no, because I am emotional, but it's nice that we hire somebody like Mark Murphy to lead the organization in a sense that He's not going to be as emotionally attached to the team because financially it's not something that is tied to him, whether or not he's spending his own personal money. I think the Green Bay Packers have built a model over the last 30 years that has been successful. Have we won the champion? The number of championships that we wanted? No. But we have won championships. We have been to big games. We have been relevant. We have sold tickets. We have made money. We have been one of the most relevant football teams over the last 30 years and I say one of the best football teams over the last 30 years with consistency. So, yes, have we gotten what I wanted the pinnacle of championships? No. But are we a solid franchise and competitive every year and give fans something to see that's a good product on the field? Yes. So, so no, I what if someone
0: was uh, going to pay $5 billion for the team and you were going to pick up 15, $15K for your ownership?
2: I, the, the little, I'll run, I'll burn through that 15. Games. I'll burn through it. I, uh, I already know. It's, it it right, sounds so you're like voting you get no. it.
0: You're voting no on the, on the fifth, on the $5 billion offer. uh I, I there's, it, it there's a piece of me that knows things would be better, that knows that Mark Murphy, you know, might even be able to be empowered in a different way. If he had one person uh who was dictating things now, We've seen a ton of organizations, right? You could then have the wrong owner, right? And that could set you off for like tens of years in a negative direction. So I don't think it's an open and shut thing. But I think when you look at the windows the Packers have had with Brett Favre and then with Aaron Rodgers, you have to know that if there was an owner of this team, it would have been different. Now, again, could be better, could be worse. What do you think – would the Packers be better off if they? I know it's sacrilegious if they were not community owned. Hit a, hit a few texts and we'll, we'll hit the calls.
2: So, Craig, you asked that question. And so, on the talk in text line, the ESPN Wisconsin talk in text line, somebody said, Absolutely. The management of the Packers has consistently been inept. The Packers are run like a club football team, not an NFL franchise. They have been lucky to have had. Two Hall of Fame quarterbacks back to back. Without that, they would have been twenty there would have been twenty plus bleak season. That is from John Benson in Brookfield. He made sure he signed off his name.
0: Yep. All right. Thanks, John. Uh let's talk to uh Norbert. You're on uh you're on Sunday Karma. Oh, Phil in finance. My
4: bad, Phil. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Good, good, good. What do you think? Well, I think it's not so much that uh, um, you know the structure; it's just who we happen to have in charge right now. Um, I think the structure worked pretty awesome when we had Bob Harlan and we had Ron Wolf as a GM, and we had a GM that was focused on winning He was doing everything he could to win. Now it does sort of feel like with Mark Murphy in charge, I feel like he's he's a bit of he's a bit of a you know the participation guy like you know everyone gets an award no no accountability i don't think he's vested in the community like a, like some of these presidents like bob harlan was i don't know if he cares as much about winning as other presidents and that leaks all the way down you know our gm our gm is is fairly fairly been pathetic his draft is you know the main job of gm is to draft he's been horrible at drafting um and and there's no accountability throughout I mean look at the puntery turner was horrible for a year and a half kept his job
0: but but i mean quarter, you don't give him credit horrible, for he keeps his job you don't give him credit for bringing in the guy who all of a sudden like was unbelievable like don't you give him that credit also then
4: he's been pretty good at finding scrappy guys i'll give you that that's yeah. probably the one thing he's done pretty good he's found the scrappy guys he's terrible at drafting he's found the good scrappy guys but i'm not talking about him bringing I, that was good picking him up but how about keeping a puntery turner as a punt returner who keeps dropping the ball game after game after game after game, and a defensive coordinator that keeps his job with a terrible defense year after year. I mean, there's no accountability in this organization. It's not the structure. You just have the wrong people in key positions. You have the wrong president, Mark Murphy, needs to go, and Brian Gutekiss needs to go. You have two guys that, that they're not you're not having accountability throughout the organization. Yeah. Th- thanks, Phil. And that's what I
0: wonder about. I, I And by the way, on draft records, like everyone hits and misses. I don't know that Goody's is so much worse than anybody else's. And he has done a great job of getting some value, guys. I wonder if part of that accountability is being run by a board as opposed to like if there was a person there who Mark Murphy, you know, that helps create that alignment, who, who helps set what is, you know, the mission and the focus of the organization.
2: I will have to agree with that caller is that sometimes Brian Gutekas does blow my mind because when he reached for Josiah DeGuar, I didn't like that because it was a fit in the offense. And then also not drafting a receiver in a class that was full of receivers really upset me as well.
0: What about reaching for uh, Jordan Love? That upset me too.
2: <laughs> that I mean, it, there's a lot of things that he has done that upset me. Uh, now, if I, he's I right on Jordan Love, if Jordan Love ends
0: up being the starter, not saying Hall of Fame, but like, a, 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 I'm trying to think of who I would compare him to. If he ends up being Kirk Cousins for the next 10 years. No, Kirk, Kirk Cousins hasn't won championship. Wasn't worth it. Okay? No, no. He if he ends not- up being Russell Wilson. For the next 10 years. Now, that, that is a hit. Russell Wilson is going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's that's a hit. Even though Russell Wilson had the number one defense, right? Let's remember. I mean, that's, but he still put yeah. up great numbers. Yes. He was a great leader yes. out there in Seattle. Yep. So if Jordan Love ends up being Russell Wilson, who obviously was not a first-round pick, then it was worth it. All of this was worth it.
2: Uh, I mean, yes, it would have been worth it. And, and we'll also, some, still believe, and some it. still believe that
0: Aaron has been better because of Jordan Love, which I don't believe, I think, if they had drafted a... Elite wide receiver. Maybe they want to win a Super Bowl <laughs> instead of drafting Jordan Love with two picks. You
2: know, three years ago. I do. I. I you know what? As he talking, I'm thinking about it. Brian Gutekus has not very done a very good job. As I think about it, because how Sammy Watkins was the answer last year. How the crazy? You, how you well, look? I mean, look at the Chiefs. You know, look at the Chiefs. They
0: lose Tyreek Hill in the exact same way that the Packers left Devontae Adams. Now Patrick Mahomes, like, oh well, Aaron makes too much money. We can't do anything, right? Patrick Mahomes makes a lot of money, too. And somehow they went out and got Juju Smith-Schuster. Who was very cheap.
2: I think it was like $5 million, maybe in census or something like that. They got
0: Kadarius Toney during the season, right? Yeah. They drafted uh, a replacement. And they also brought in another, uh, oh, and Marquez Valdez-Scanling, right? MVS, who I'm saying I don't think any of us are in love with. We probably would have taken this year, right?
2: No, it, it is it is actually egregious now that I think about it. It's the year before you brought in Devin Funches, who didn't make your roster. This year you bring in Sammy Watkins, knowing that you have a young receiving core on this roster. And
0: who's your tight end? Your your
2: tight end? Your tight end's, your tight ends, your tight ends average and coming off, a, coming off an injury. I think I am convinced that Brian Gutekunst is the problem. He hasn't drafted – he's drafted decently well, but he hasn't drafted great. I look at Seattle, who literally drafted great players – and ended up being competitive where they get guys in like the third and fourth round who are starting corner. You look at Philadelphia. What did they do? They went all in. They drafted very well this year. And look where, you know, and they signed some players. And look where it well, got in the and trade. They, the trade it, for A.J. Brown. Yeah, and then they also signed in Dominican Sue, And so I'm they— I'm saying,
0: look at, it, look at uh, uh, you know, um, Jacksonville goes out and get Christian Kirk. That's big. Everyone's like, oh, everyone overpaid for Christian Kirk. Like, you know what? somebody you got to pay. Yeah. I, right? Hollywood uh, Brown, he got hurt this year. Brown was Browners, like, you know, on some levels, uh, I can understand that frustration. We will talk to Jason Wildy about Aaron Rodgers' comments on the golf course yesterday and also Kyle's newfound animosity toward Goody as we continue with Sunday Karma ESPN Wisconsin.
1: This is Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Jason Wildey is brought to you by Boucher Automotive, where we ride with you every mile. 18 dealerships, 15 brands, and thousands of vehicles in stock. Check them out at Boucher.com.
0: Good morning, Jason.
5: Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Kyle. What a treat it's been to be able to listen to you guys on our drive back from Milwaukee uh, from a gymnastics meet next to a basketball tournament. So we're uh, we're enjoying Sunday karma.
0: Ah, oh, well, we're enjoying having you uh, listening to us. So, Jason, you heard my answer to um, the question uh, Aaron Rodgers received on CBS, which was, my answer was, it's so great being out here with all the fans, seeing all the green and gold. Um, really makes you appreciate being part of this organization for 15 years. This was not the kind of season we wanted or 18 years. This was not the kind of season we wanted to have. And, um, it's not acceptable. It's not the standards that we have. So I know there's a lot of talk going on right now, but I, we have such a young team and I hope to be back and, and, you know, I, I hope next year I'm not able to play golf this week that I'm preparing for a Super Bowl. Um, you... Wait, so that, so he said that? No, 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 here, it, that was my answer. Okay, I wanted my... to
5: make sure everybody heard yeah. you. Yes, say, that was my again, answer, that that now,
3: now Kyle will play Aaron Rodgers' answer. It's fun to be uh-huh. here, it's such a great event, fans are amazing, a lot of people yell different teams they want me to come to next year, um, which has been fun, because uh, we got a little uh, inside bet going about which team's gonna have the most fans, but uh, it's been fun.
4: I was gonna say that for my last question, but you're leading me right into it. Is there maybe like a favorite color, favorite city that you might have on your mind for next season?
3: I'm just gonna say that the uh, predominant uh, team that we hear as we're walking is Raiders. Yes. A lot of a lot of Raider fans <laughs> are encouraging me. A lot of Devonte misses you comments. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we're having some fun with it. It's a great. Uh, you know, great event for the fans to come out here, and hopefully we can get back on the course.
4: Listen, if you want to break some news with us here on CBS, we would love for that to happen. But just think about it; you don't have to answer now.
0: <laughs> so, Jason, you guys are back together. I know you advised him on how to answer his questions this weekend. Why go that direction that yeah, he went exactly. rather than the direction that I suggested?
5: Are you saying that my advice was poor that he uh, that he get out there and you know talk about how many different Fans of teams are yelling their their team at him at the Pebble Beach from you, you think you think I gave him bad advice there? Correct,
0: Jason. If the Packers had an owner who had just committed to paying 150 million dollars to him, don't you think it might be a little different? I mean, is this is this whole way the Packers organization yeah. is structured part of what led to the Brett Favre situation and now the Aaron Rodgers situation?
5: Yeah, maybe. I you know. All right. So the, the danger of me listening to the Show, uh leading into our conversation, which isn't always the case when I'm doing other stuff around the house or traveling or whatever else on a Sunday, is that there's, there's a few few things you've discussed that, that I want to touch on. Um, first of all, you mentioned Jen's comment on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy about him being so committed to, to being true to himself. Um, that doesn't mean that being, and you made the good point about leading our company and things you can say and, and you wouldn't say. One of the things that bothers me is that listening to his answer, and I had heard that before Kyle played it. I saw it yesterday. Um, is that that's completely self-serving? Like, and we're joking about what you would have suggested he would have said, should have said, which I agree with. And then we we're joking that this is what I suggested he say, which obviously is completely not true. Uh, I have not reached out to him since the season ended. Um, but to me disappointing right self-serving uh further playing into the oh i might go somewhere else uh the raiders obviously between the tweet from a local uh real estate group about where rogers was going to be moving which neighborhood in las vegas and then Devonte adams responding with mine um you know i, I don't want to say that there's trolling going on here but you know, whether it was Devontae and Rogers posting the last dance picture a while back, or this, or answering those questions on CBS the way he did, like I don't know if he's doing this to entertain himself. I don't know if he's doing it to strengthen his position as he tries to get the Packers to uh, do what he would want for himself to stay with the Packers. Uh, I don't know what his end game is, but we all agree that he, he has reasons for doing the things he does, whether they are benevolent reasons, ill-advised reasons, selfish reasons, whatever they are. So, now, to your point about ownership, though, because yeah. I was really glad you made the point at, at, toward the end of the last segment because what I was going to say when Kyle called is be careful what you wish for, whether that's be careful that you wish that Aaron Rodgers, so you don't put up with him anymore, go somewhere else, or if you wish for ownership, like, And and I I don't have to suck up to you. We've been friends for a long time. But I could go to another competing sports station, and I don't think I would have the relationship with the founder and owner that I have with you. And while I can look and say, hey, we've got a great owner who even considers himself a teammate even though he's the owner, right? That's not going to be the case. So just because you have an owner doesn't mean things are going to be better. They can be worse. There's plenty of uh, bad owners that have sent their teams into a tailspin. And I look at Jerry Jones, who I obviously would argue from a business perspective is an outstanding owner, but are you going to tell me he hasn't had some missteps? I mean, we think about the Packers' Super Bowl drought since 2010. I mean, think about the Cowboys' drought from being in a Super Bowl. Like, think about the New York Jets, who, you know, Woody Johnson is viewed as a no,
0: I mean he's order. viewed as a buffoon by people. I mean <laughs> that that's not fair to say
5: because be, because because they have lost for so long, right? But when his didn't his dad own the team before that?
0: No, no. I mean he he bought it from Leon Hess.
5: Oh, okay. So when when they were going through the period where they were pretty good, though, with like with uh, Rex Ryan and Mark Sanchez in the late oh you know 10. oh eight oh nine ten. Wasn't he viewed as a good owner at the time?
0: Mm, not really in New winning? York. I mean in New York well, he was never yeah yeah in New York he was never viewed as like a good owner.
5: But now you know he's desperate for a quarterback, right? And and we've got the stories about uh Joe Namath giving up number twelve, unretiring it if Rogers wants to come. Like again, an owner gets to a desperation point. What I was trying to illustrate with him and Jerry Jones is at some point, because of owners, that could be a good thing or that could be a bad thing when you reach that level of desperation. And maybe Mike McCarthy, for example, gets fired after they lose the 2014 NFC Championship game out of frustration by that impulsive owner. And maybe that leads to something good, or maybe it doesn't.
0: Yeah, and back to your point on, on Aaron, I have always felt like what he did with McCarthy at the time, I felt like it was really justified. Like, he wanted the Packers to win so bad that he was willing to do that, which wasn't an easy thing to do with McCarthy. I viewed that more selfless than selfish. As time's gone on, it's harder for me to justify that about some of the things that have come since.
5: So here's my, here, here would be my problem with this, and and I think – you know, in our experiences together, in, in things that we've talked about in terms of assessing the Packers over the years, you know, we have heard Aaron Rodgers always say it, and Mike McCarthy was the first one to say it, right, conflict is good because it leads to rev- resolution, and I certainly have my share of bad qualities, grudge holding, et cetera, but I would argue that I don't think Aaron Rodgers has effectively done the direct Pointed conversation and conflict like I don't think that he expressed the issues he had with Mike McCarthy in a healthy direct way that could have affected major change had he done so now you know again, I don't want to put too much of my private conversations with him on the street but during the summer of 2021 I did talk to him for a very long time about how he was going to approach affecting change in the organization. And I'm not going to say any of the things that he said back because that's private, but I will say what I told him. And I think you've heard him mention this subsequently, that you have an opportunity to affect meaningful change in the organization, the way they treat players, the way Goody interacts with players, the the honesty level, the – Empathy level, all those types of things. But you have to have direct and honest conversations with him to get him to make those changes. Now, you can disagree with the idea that those changes have occurred. Maybe Goody has done some half measures to make Rogers feel like those changes have occurred. Again, I'm not privy to what has happened behind closed doors, but you have heard Rogers talk on multiple occasions about – and I and, and one of the things I did say to him is, You can't expect people to change but not give them the opportunity to show you they can change. And I think Goody, to some degree, probably not to the degree that Rodgers wanted, has changed the way he deals with players and those types of things. Whether that's enough, I don't know.
0: But don't you think he, Aaron, acknowledged that Goody did and that he was appreciative of that? It's almost like, okay, that did happen. Now I'm on to my next issue. Like, I I feel like, Goody yeah. showed you know, yeah. some ability there, and it seems like as an organization who we've all knocked culturally at different times, their culture was open enough to where Aaron could communicate and where they evolved as a result.
5: But, uh, and, and this is always the issue with having a player who has input to the degree that I think Aaron Rodgers wanted, right? They, they acquired Randall Cobb at his behest. That was clearly a deal breaker. You don't go and get Cobb, I'm not coming back. Now, he could have taken that hardline stance in some other instances, right? Could have done it uh, at the roughly at the very same time, frankly, to make sure that Devontae got extended. If he really wanted to play that card, he did not. But I think there has been an erosion since then of, okay, they really listened to me. They went and got Cobb for me. And now I think from his perspective, and again, this is my own opinion. He has not said this to me that he has felt this way, but... It is my feeling that he has now felt like there's been a an, uh, uh, backtracking, and maybe he doesn't get, you know, maybe they listen to him, well, but well, they don't necessarily act on. Well, that. Ky-
0: that goes to Kyle's point, right? Kyle's like, "All right, I was always on Goody's side, but look at the Chiefs this off season. Look at the Packers, right? I mean, Kyle, you're you look at what they did this off season, and the two guys in the draft and Sammy Watkins to you isn't a legitimate like.
2: Uh, effort. No, I, I literally, I text my friend, after Sammy Watkins, we signed him, and then he didn't come to the off-season of, uh, you know, was it OTA or optional, whatever it is, I said they should cut him. If that's the guy that you're bringing in to replace Devontae Adams and then drafting some rookie receivers that's going to take time, then you are inept. You aren't doing what you need to do in order to make sure this team is a championship-caliber team. So I, I, I've i been through with him. i just yeah. forgotten to that co- uh that caller reminded me. And Kyle, I'll,
5: I'll say this. You're you and Aaron Rodgers are on the same page, and Rodgers hinted at this uh, after the Detroit loss. But I can tell you with 100 percent certainty that he anticipated them adding another wide receiver. He was told they would add another wide receiver sometime during the summer or at the end of training camp. Which, whether that was going to be a guy that was released or that was a guy that they acquired in a trade at the cutdown date, where you know sometimes teams will trade a guy to prevent him from getting claimed by a rival, and you get him for a cheap, you know, sixth, seventh-round pick. And he also expected them to acquire someone at the trade deadline. I think Aaron Rodgers would actually say that he felt like he was promised those things, and neither one of them occurred. Uh, Now, look, they get Darren Waller at the trade deadline, which, to my understanding and others, was that they went to bed kind of like Brett Favre went to bed thinking he was going to be a Buccaneer in 2008 and he woke up and he was a jet. They went to bed thinking they had a deal for Darren Waller. And then the next day on the trade deadline day, the Raiders said, look, we can't make this trade. And so they reneged on it. So there, that, that does happen. But again, you know, this whole idea, and we talk about it all the time. Oh, we were in on this guy. We were in on that guy. They were in on Chase Claypool. Um, that it doesn't. I think for many fans, it doesn't matter that you were in on him if you didn't actually get him. And so I think Rodgers is the same way. You told me you were going to get somebody at the end of camp. You didn't. You told me you were going to get somebody at the trade deadline. I don't care how close you were to getting Darren Waller. You didn't get Darren Waller. And so, again, I think that the reason why that stuff is germane today is because it's probably one of the reasons, Craig, that he didn't give the answer on CBS that sounded great. If you if we would have actually said it instead of you, unfortunately, that's not what he said. He said something very, very, very different.
0: More with Jason Weldy as we continue. at Sunday Karma on Wisconsin on Demand and ESPN Wisconsin. This is Sunday
1: Karma with Craig Karmazon on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinonDemand.com. Jason Wilde is brought to you by Boucher Automotive, where we ride with you every mile. 18 dealerships, 15 brands, and thousands of vehicles in
0: stock. Check them out at Boucher.com. So, Jason, one of the things I mentioned was, you know, the answer that Aaron could have given about Packers fans and all that. Do you think Aaron, who is always looking for that chip on his shoulder, like are the Packers fans potentially one of those chips on his shoulder now because he reads what they're saying, he reads the Twitter polls, he reads the things of people saying like, hey, we should just move on to Jordan Love? Like, or, or, or do you think that's extreme to think that the Packers fans may now be one of the chips on his shoulders that's motivating him?
5: Yeah, motivating him with the Raiders or the
0: Jets. Yeah, sure. yeah, to beat them. Like, to yeah, show no that he doubt. still has something left and that, hey, hey, yeah, no you doubt. guys want Jordan Love? I'm going to go, you know, shove it up, you know. Yeah.
5: Yep, no doubt. I, I believe that wholeheartedly, and yes. I don't think he's scrolling through, uh, checking to see what the poll answers are to a Wildey and Tausch poll necessarily, although he does follow the accounts. Um, I would say this, though. He's aware. He is aware of public opinion. There, He is, for all the other stuff about Uh, What he hears, what he doesn't hear, what he pays attention to, what he doesn't pay attention to, he's aware. And I'm sure he knows what public opinion is. Uh, I don't think it's a deciding factor in whether he would return. I think if Goody says, all right, we're going to try and do this, 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 and this, I will try to do a better job than I did in getting you weapons during the 2022 season after I told you I would. Uh, We'll bring back Big Dog. If Randall doesn't want to retire, we'll bring him back for another year. I'm not sure we're going to pay uh, Alan Lazard or Robert Tunyon if they're going to get money uh, from other teams that are willing to pay them more than we are. But I'll give that. I'll make that effort, and you know we'll go offensive heavy at the top of the draft if you want us to, whatever it might be. If he hears that, and then I don't think he cares that there's fans that think it's time to move on to Jordan Love. But if he doesn't, and he goes elsewhere then I do think that that will be, without a doubt, a motivational piece of his approach with the Raiders or the Jets or the Titans or the Colts or wherever he ends
0: up. Do you think he will end up the place that he thinks he has the best chance to win? Or do you think he'll end up, if he's not with the Packers, just wherever the Packers want him to be?
5: Well, it's definitely not the latter, uh, because he he will definitely exercise his power, this is why the retirement club remains in his bag. And even if he says uh, after the Super Bowl, which I believe he will, that he intends to play next season, he will still keep retirement as an option so he can nix any trade to any team that he doesn't want to be trained to. So just keep that in mind. That said, um, the question that I have is, will he go to the team that he believes has the best chance to win a title Or will he go to the team where he believes he will be happiest? Because those might not be the exact same team, right? Like, uh, let's just say the Jets, with the young talent they have, with a good defense, with a good head, a good head coach who Rodgers really likes, and with Nathaniel Hackett, uh, is the best team that would give him the best chance to win a title in the year in next year or the year after in the AFC. I don't know if that's true, but let's say that for the argument but let's say that going to las vegas where Devonte is and if mark davis said oh yeah we'll bring in lazard and we'll bring in kabi and we'll bring in mercedes we'll give you everything you want like brady got from the bucks uh if that's where he thinks he will be happiest what would he choose if they both made the same trade offer and the Packers said you can go to vegas or you can go to new york that is the question that I would love to know the answer to. So I'm not entirely sure that the best chance to win would be the place that he would pick.
0: Well, and I think the other piece of that is, do you convince yourself that where you're the happiest is where you'll have the best chance to win, right? Like no, doubt. The way, no doubt. The way it ended up working out with Tom Brady, right, and Gronk and, you know, whatever else you know he had expected from the Buccaneers to deliver in order for him to want to go there. So when this is all said and done. We still believe nothing's happening for the next month, right? Like we're going to be here exactly, you know, groundhog's day, the six more weeks of not seeing the shadow. Like we're, we're still six weeks away, right?
5: From, from where he's going to be playing. Yes. He very clearly, not that we needed him to do this for us, but he very clearly said with McAfee last week while he was getting his driver shafted or whatever it was, um, That it's a a two-pronged decision. He's got to decide if he wants to play, which he said he feels very confident in the next couple weeks. He'll have an answer for that. So, yeah, after the Super Bowl, he's going to announce on McAfee or wherever he's going to call the Packers first, he said, and tell them he's going to play next year. Then it'll be, what are you going to do to make me want to stay with the Packers, or are there other teams that I'd rather play for? And then that dance begins. So I, I do believe we'll be in the same place knowing he'll play, which I think we all believe anyway. Um, Because, again, the way he talked about it yesterday, uh, in his answer that was not the answer you would have advised him to give and I would have advised him to give, Um, he talked like a guy who's playing. He did not talk like a guy who's retiring. So the question then becomes, where will it be? And then that will be the next step of the process that will have us here a month from now. Remember that league year starts the negotiating window for – Uh, free agency starts on March 13th, I think. So that is kind of the red letter date. Last year, I think it was March 8th, when Rodgers said he was coming back to the Packers and then they got the deal done for the extension, et cetera. So I would say in that window is where we'll probably be looking at again.
0: Yeah, so Kyle, let's just play it again one more time just so we hear it.
3: It's fun to be here, it's such a great event. Fans are amazing. A lot of people yelling different teams. They want me to come to next year, um, which has been fun uh, because we got a little uh, inside bet going about which team's going to have the most fans. But uh, it's been fun.
4: I was going to say that for my last question, but you're leading me right into it. Is there maybe like a favorite color, favorite city that you might have on your mind for next season?
3: I'm just going to say that the uh, predominant uh, team. Okay, so we stop it right there, right? So regardless
0: of what you said in the first answer. He has such an opportunity, Jason, there to say, you know, you may be referring to the radio show I do, and those are a bunch of guys, and we hang out, we joke, and we say a lot of things, but I think everybody knows I'm under contract. I just signed a three-year extension to play with the Green Bay Packers. I'm a Packer. I'm expecting to play with the Packers and, um, you know, gearing up for a great season.
5: Yeah, yeah. Uh, You sound like Pausch who wanted him after the Detroit game to – I'd say, look, I know this isn't the season we wanted to have, but I'm really excited about some of these young guys. I'm excited to face this challenge. of missing the playoffs. I can't wait for Matt and I to sit down and talk about ways we can improve this offense so we're much better than we were this year. Uh, I can't. I wish we could get the to work tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to come to the offseason program, not for every single day, but I'm going to be here for a lot of it because I think that would really help us. I can't wait to get started. I'll be here. You know, because remember, Matthew Stafford had a bruised spinal cord, and Matthew Stafford announced he was playing next year before the season had even ended. And that is obviously not the approach that that Aaron Rodgers
2: Last question goes to Kyle. Jason, I know you said before that Brett Favre lost the locker room and they were ready for Aaron Rodgers. Do we know if the young guys really are into Aaron Rodgers? Does he even have a relationship with them? Are they ready to move on?
5: I think I, I can't speak uh, authoritatively on that. Oh, Jason doesn't powerful. have a young
2: a relationship with the
0: young guys. See, Jason's just like Aaron. He's 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 with the old guys. He's with yeah, the Randall Cobb. Doesn't talk know. to Jordan Love. Yeah, uh, won't give any love to the young guys. It,
5: in uh, in fairness, uh, I spent two years locked out of the locker room, <laughs> so I did not get to build those relationships with the young guys that I normally would. And I have made some progress in that this season. <laughs> uh, I did not. I, I will say this. I asked young players that specifically in 07. Uh, I did not ask any of the young players down the stretch this year about that. Um, I would say this. I think there are definitely players that feel a stronger connection to loves. There's no question about that. Uh, they relate better to him. They hang out with him. We saw the Romeo Dobbs thing on that podcast. Uh, but I don't know if they're at the point where they would necessarily prefer him yet. I can't say that for certain.
0: Yeah, very interesting stuff. And uh, it uh, it definitely keeps us uh, tuned in. If Aaron Rodgers uh, somehow, maybe Aaron Rodgers and Elon Musk uh, bought Twitter together, and Aaron's just trying to uh, you know keep the conversation interesting. And that's what uh, his motivation is on all this. Either way, Jason Wilde brings us it and brings us it even stronger when he's listened to the show for the first half hour. Thanks, Jason. All
5: right, guys. Take care. Be good.
0: There he is. Jason Wildey brought to us by Boucher Automotive, where we ride with you every mile, seven at 11 coming up sometime in the next uh, few segments. It's Sunday karma
1: with Craig Karmazin on ESPN, Wisconsin and Wisconsinondemand.com.
5: on That podcast. Uh, But I don't know if they're at the point where they would necessarily prefer him yet. I can't say that for certain.
0: Yeah. Very interesting stuff. And, uh, it, uh, it definitely keeps us uh, tuned in. If Aaron Rodgers uh, somehow, maybe Aaron Rodgers and Elon Musk uh, bought Twitter together, and Aaron's just trying to uh, you know keep the conversation interesting, and that's what uh, his motivation is on all this. Either way, Jason Wilde brings us it, and brings us it even stronger when he listened to the show for the first half hour. Thanks, Jason.
5: All right, guys. Take care. Be good.
0: There he is. Jason Wilde brought to us by Boucher Automotive, where we ride with you every mile. 7 at 11, coming up sometime in the next uh, few segments. It's Sunday karma
1: with Craig Karmazin on ESPN, Wisconsin and WisconsinonDemand.com.
5: That podcast. Uh, but I don't know if they're at the point where they would necessarily prefer him yet. I can't say that for certain.
0: Yeah. Very interesting stuff. And, uh, it uh, it definitely keeps us uh, tuned in. If Aaron Rodgers uh, somehow, maybe Aaron Rodgers and Elon Musk uh, bought Twitter together, and Aaron's just trying to uh, you know keep the conversation interesting, and that's what uh, his motivation is on all this. Either way, Jason Wilde brings us it, and brings us it even stronger when he's listened to the show for the first half hour. Thanks, Jason.
5: All right, guys. Take care. Be good.
0: There he is. Jason Wilde brought to us by Boucher Automotive, where we ride with you every mile. 7 at 11, coming up sometime in the next uh, few segments. It's Sunday Karma
1: with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com.